Hello, ladies. The Big Balboski here. And right now, you're listening to the Matt Madness Podcast. They talking all of this madness. Talking all of this madness. Talking all of this madness. They talking all Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Ron Pashery, and with me this week are my good friends, Ek2Fly, Eric Trembicki. Greetings. Preptagon Jr., Josh Prep Igina. It's your boy Elroy here. <laughs> and Mr. Wednesday Night Live, we call him Alo. The ladies call him Balo, Aaron Lloyd, and a correction. I remembered it on my own this week. I am Ron Pashery Jr., not just Ron Pashery. So apologies that I get that wrong literally every week. I get it right at the end every week, but I get it wrong at the beginning. Um, subscribe on iTunes, five-star ratings and reviews. Uh, on Sunday, we have the Royal Rumble pay-per-view, so we will be previewing that. Real quick, I just want to point out something that uh, Godfather of the Matt Madness podcast, Joe Laugh, brought to my attention today. Today was the 35th anniversary of Hulk Hogan dethroning the Iron Sheik for the WWF World Heavyweight Championship and the release of Thriller. So maybe two, maybe the two biggest things that had ever happened in my life at that point uh, on January 23rd, 1984. Ah, oh, Cejudo. Who is that on there? Is that Cena? <laughs> the, the, the Nikki Bella Championship. <laughs> uh, poor Henry has uh, no idea. Pat, that he's got. I'm no going to tell you, I'll take a dollar bet on that. On what? Whether Cejudo shows up in the Rumble? No. He's taking the Bella Championship. Oh, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll bet you a dollar on that. Yo, Cejudo taps out before the pants come off. <laughs> Yeah, they didn't teach him that in the Olympics. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I wanted to make mention of the 35-year anniversary of, at the time, probably the two most significant things that had ever happened in my four-and-a-half-year-old lifetime. Uh, but the Rumble, I have to confess, I still have not watched Raw or SmackDown because I I still just don't believe it actually matters whether you watch it or not. Um and I don't feel like I've really missed out on anything. And I decided to make a deal with myself and with you guys. On a week-to-week basis, I will sit down and watch Raw as soon as Brock Lesnar is not the Universal Champion anymore. The first Raw, after he loses the championship, I will sit down and watch Raw. And if it's good, I'll watch the next week. If it sucks, I'll probably take a week off. But... That is when I will sit down and watch an actual episode of Raw. Until then, I feel like I just can't do it. Um, did you three actually watch both shows this week? Yes. Because everybody was really high on the product last week. Did it continue this week? Did it dip? Um, I was very high last week. I was bummed out I, I couldn't make the show uh, to give the shows their praise. Um, I missed about 35 minutes or so of the early parts of SmackDown. But yeah, it was kind of SmackDown kind of held up. I would say in comparison to last week, but raw flopped. So raw did not live up to the high expectations from the previous week. 
No, I don't even want to say expectations, but I'm, I guess high hopes that they would, you know, capitalize off of a good show. I know they're trying to get their ratings up, and you know, you figure they would follow up with that, but they didn't. Alo, do you agree with that uh, sentiment? Yeah, um, I think SmackDown. SmackDown was lackluster to me this week. Not much really happened. Like the AJ Bryan stuff, I'm not really into that because um, one, like one thing they've been talking about. That's the real Daniel Bryan. Like, Brie Bella came out and said that that's really how he acts. And that's not that interesting for, for broadcast television. <laughs> and um, and Raw, like, they had a good week last week. Did, did they capitalize on that? Not really. Like, uh, we had a nice discussion about the Ronda Rousey promo, which was horrendous. Um, I, I can't help, like, I don't know if you caught Bob Lashley with Apollo Crews pose off. I did find Apollo a tad bit funny. Uh, uh, doing, I saw that it was listed on, so that's what I did was watch some YouTube highlights, and I saw that when I was like, nah, and just passed on it. But I can I, see Apollo being funny. Yeah, I, I I laughed at Apollo making a parody of the the pose off because he did say <laughs> before they started he didn't know how to pose. No, and, really. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it all. The Finn Balor story, I like what they're doing with that too because I thought they did, they did a good job building towards that. Even though they've only had two weeks to build towards it, they made him look like a real viable option. Because I don't know if you saw that clip of him versus uh, Braun Strowman with Brock at ringside. He took it to actually both of them actually had Braun beat allegedly before Brock actually interfered. And the Sasha Banks thing, Sasha Banks is making that 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 uh, fuse the way it is. But we're not we haven't got enough time with it but Sasha's the one actually doing the whole thing like I talked about earlier Ronda's been terrible and um and Prep's happy because uh Ryder and Hawkins are together <laughs> so he's been waiting for about, how long since that yeah and uh, oh and by the way Brian Gerard James continues the book the sisters like crap hold on Prep's been waiting that since the handshake <laughs> yeah when was that Orlando okay so it's been a while <clears throat> Prep, did you watch both shows this week? So, not going to lie, I've been a little busy. I missed most of SmackDown, and by most, I mean like 95% of so, it. Like all of it. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I caught most of Raw, most being like 80% of Raw. And what you watched, were you like, okay, this is trending upward, or are you like, ah, same old thing? So... I mean, if you think about it, a lot of the matches haven't changed, so it's been kind of the same, but I'm ex- I'm only excited because I know what time of the year it is. So, like, you know, Rumble comes, it's fun, and then everything up to Mania is pretty good. Not great, but good, you know what I mean? It's a better effort than it is, like, in April. Well, not April, but, like, in June. You're getting yeah. a better effort in February and March than you're getting in June. Um, yeah, and I'm not going to lie. It's, it's hard to watch, what, five hours of WWE when I just watched seven or six-plus hours of UFC stuff. Like, and, and not to mention all the press conferences and all types of stuff that i got to keep up with now. So Yeah, re- f- f- keeping up with WWE is a chore. Um for sure. Uh, so uh, we'll start reviewing and making predictions on some of the matches. The one I'm going to start off with, Alo mentioned it already, the Sasha Banks, Ronda Rousey, Raw Women's Championship match. I give WWE credit. 
if you guys remember, I think I said two or three weeks ago, you would think I'd be excited about this, but I'm not because it's not going to matter. I'm not going to care. And once the match is over, it's going to be like it never happened. They built this to a level that I didn't think they could in this amount of time. And they've done a really good job of making Sasha look like she matters and look like a threat the last couple weeks. And we've seen some of that old Sasha Banks that we all like. Uh, do you guys agree with that, that they've done better with this than we anticipated? 100%. Prep? I'm sorry. I, I hated Ronda's promo this week. It was that, that, terrible. That was terrible. <clears throat> oh, my God. Please, I, I said it in the group text. Make sure that you guys remember that at the end of the year when it comes to worst of. Because, oh, you, my put God. Put, put so, me a Google sheet. So I, I guess – I guess my one thought on it, I think how bad that promo was kind of helps this whole story because I think, you know, she's been with the company for a whole year now. I think every fan is, you know, specifically the four of us on the panel here, we've all watched pretty much everything she's done all year. You can't expect a good promo out of her. Almost the, the bad, the bad promos just show the realism of her and her bad promos make Sasha look so much better. Because when she get, does a promo, she knocks it out the park. Do you guys remember back when we were initially talking about the friction between Alexa Bliss and Sasha Banks? And I said there's a lot of like real-life stuff there because Sasha was asking like Mick or somebody on Twitter, like, what do you think of people who weren't actually wrestling fans who are like models that, that come into wrestling? And Mick was like, well, I think – if, if like if you want to do it, everybody should be allowed. And I, I was like, Sasha seemed like annoyed that Alexa did not like grow up on this, that she did not aspire to be this. She just like is here now. I think this is like Sasha in her element. Like I'm a real one and you're not. And I think Rhonda being bad on the microphone, like that becomes very apparent. Like Sasha's like, this is my world. I'm a real one in the world of wrestling, and you're just here, but you're not me. So I think like. To, to X point, I, I like that idea that Ronda not being a great promo kind of plays into this whole thing in a little bit of an interesting way. But, like, also, I think this also plays into, like, Ronda's fandom because Ronda is, is a fan and she's, you know, whether she's stuttering or mumbling her words or can't find her words, she's sitting there and trying to praise Sasha and she's like, I don't understand why she's treating me this way, da 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 mumble, mumble, mumble. And she's just like, I respect her, and I know everyone has a good match with her, and I'm not trying to, you know, disrespect her. And she's, you know, beside herself, trying to be a fan, trying to be respectful, trying to be a friend and a fan. And it just, it, it's, it's authentic. So that's what, that's what I enjoy about it. Because again, you know, from her first in ring match in that mixed tag at Mania last year, we've seen her have a great match. We, she's had good matches with people that in my opinion can't go in the ring and everyone here will agree that there's at least three people on the roster between raw and smackdown and i'm sure there could be a much bigger number than three but there's three women that their greatest match they've had in ring was with sasha so if you think all these matches like ronda had a great match with stephanie who's had what two matches (laughs) in the last decade so what's she gonna do with sasha banks um I'm in. Like, park me in front of the screen. I want a seat. This is going to be good. Me too. Now, Prep, you you clearly seem to be the least 
into this, but what are, what are your expectations for this match? I mean, I wouldn't say that I was not into it. I just think that promo was really bad, and I'm not looking forward to Sasha jobbing out, but let's – I have high expectations for the match. They both work hard, and they come through when it counts, so hopefully Sasha doesn't try to kill herself doing crazy stuff. <laughs> That's my, my biggest – always my biggest concern. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I think – I'm just happy that they made this feel like it's it's significant. Like, that was my fear, was that it was going to be just like, oh, well, we're throwing Sasha Banks in here, and it would be just a match, and that's it. And it's felt like more than that. Um, now, Alo, I know you are very much in the camp of, like, almost everyone has their best match with Sasha. Do you think that might hurt this a little bit because everybody now is expecting a great match? Um, I don't think it's going to hurt it, but I, I don't think it's going to hurt it, but I do see everybody's expectations really high. So, like, when it comes to that, the promos, a, a lot like the Bells, it's easy to go, it's easy to attack Ronda. And a lot of times in WWE, they break, they kind of break kayfabe themselves because they always talk about you've been handed so much when, you know, you're supposed to quote unquote earn opportunities, but Ronda was actually handed the opportunities. Now there was a, uh, I'll get to that part later. Now with the match, I have no, I have high expectations for the match. I, I have no doubt that'll be the best match, but they did a great job getting like some kind of heat out of this in a, in a, in a two week build. Yeah. Like way more than I ever thought possible. I did read something, something somewhere, somewhere on Twitter. I found it that, it was probably something Uncle Dave said, so who knows if it's true. But that Sasha is one of some of their high-level talents that are not happy. And WWE I saw that. is now I was gonna bring that. I was going to bring that up. Yeah. Uh, but that, that's why I stopped myself. Okay. I was going to bring that up. <laughs> so that they're now trying to appease and push high-level talent because they don't want people thinking the, the grass is greener somewhere else. Do you think that leaves any any chance at all that Sasha gets a win on Sunday? Uh, no, because um, we all, we watching WWE, especially over the years, and especially now more than ever, being the worker is a dis- is more of a disadvantage than ever before. Because especially now with the way they you put use their t- their titles and stuff, they're way more commercial than ever before. So now. Being in a being a being in a push that doesn't that doesn't always necessarily mean a title shot. But I said this a few weeks ago. They're gonna have to kiss somebody, a few people's asses because they might just be ready to get up and go. Because they have to change the way they do certain business. Because those certain things it may not matter to them, but it matters to the people on their rosters. Because that matters about the position they're in. Because Sasha was on Edge and Christian's talk show. I don't know if anybody listened to that. And she said her, she said she talked about. Well, how 2018 was such a struggle because she's supposed to be feeling with Bailey on and off. They turned that off, and uh, then there was the women's tag titles, and they kept going on and off with that. It was such a struggle for her in 2018 that she still bust her ha- bust her ass out there to try and show show she's going to be the best. Whether it was in the same match on a week on a uh, consecutive week basis, she was going to go out there and, and basically put on the best match that she put on. Yeah, was that just like within the last week or two that she was on their show? Yeah. It was last week. 
All right, it sounds like something worth listening to. Um, but yeah, I don't. Does anybody else have any other thoughts on this? Or are you ready to give predictions? I'm ready to give predictions. So, pre- did you? Oh, go ahead, Nilo. Did you? Um, I didn't read it correctly because the main reason I listened to that Edge and Christian interview was because there was a quote came out that said she was she felt that she was better than half the men's roster. Now, I've said this on numerous occasions. I, I think most of the women's division is better than half the men. Yeah, I, I know where Ron sides on me with that, about her being better than half the men talent. Me, personally, I put her in the upper echelon with the Rollins and AJ Styles. I don't know about you guys. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, I do. Uh, yeah, I would say Sasha and you know, pretty much those four significant women not, you know, there's probably a Oscar and maybe another one that can put in there, but and it's funny to cue in other shows, but it is crazy. Like right now, they talked about it for the past few years, the potential of like a women's show or a women's match main event, eventing mania. And you just look at the characters that, that these girls have. It, it all starts from their in ring work. You know, that's why there's not really, you can't see the WWE title for sure. Being in the main event at Mania, you can't see it being the uh, universal title, but I think wherever you see some of these women, I would say Charlotte, Sasha, Bailey uh, and Becky, all of them are better than a lot of the the men or both shows. Agreed. What do you think, Prep? Yeah, Sasha. Sasha works harder than a lot of these guys. These guys, most of them tend to phone in, and she goes hard regardless of whether it's a Raw match, you know, in the main event, or she's, you know backstage just messing around with bailey she actually puts in effort so you got to give it to her in that case mm-hmm. yeah i got one more thing to say um to plug another talk show uh <laughs> bruce pritchard on his show he just reviewed royal rumble 2004 and uh they talked about the changing of the guard where vince started to reward the workers and that's where um benoit win the rumble and the month later eddie would um win the world title from Brock Lesnar and I think this is the, another time that I think this is another time and era that you kind of have to reward the workers now because of what's going on with AEW and you gotta keep these certain these, you gotta keep your top guys happy at all costs at this point because yeah and that's gonna be one of the of benefits AEW. of this happening is that it even if we look at it like okay they may not be competition for like TV ratings or whatever they are competition in that other talent is going to want to be there. So they're going to have to actually work to make people want to be at WWE. So I think that, if nothing else, is going to be maybe the biggest impact that AEW has is that it's going to make WWE think about what they do, which we as fans have not been able to do. No matter how much you boo, no matter how much you complain on social media or on Reddit or whatever – we have not been able to make them change anything. AEW may be the thing that makes them change some things. Um, Ron, to bring this kind of full circle, you uh, asked Aaron earlier, you know, if, if you think the, there's kind of like going to be pressure, people be disappointed because, you know, everyone always thinks their best match is going to be with Sasha. You know, we were disappointed last month with how bad Dean and Seth's match was. Mm-hmm. Not to pick on those guys, but 
you've already seen matches that both of those guys were in that you expected more out of and got less, you know, kind of to piggyback off what Aaron just said and what prep, um, you know, mentioned as well, Sasha gives it everything, whether it's, you know, a short segment or in raw, uh, a pre-show match, a house show, she's going out there and she's cutting the lights off. So, um, I'll be really surprised if that isn't all we expect and more. Yeah, I kind of feel like they both know this is a big a big spot. Like Ronda, the fact that they're mentioning that everyone has great matches with Sasha, she definitely knows there's pressure to have a good match. Obviously, Sasha always wants to have a great match, so I do think they'll push each other uh, in a positive direction. Uh, Prep, who wins? Ozzy. <laughs> Eck. Uh, Ronda. Alo, Ronda. I'm just gonna say Sasha, just because I hope it happens. I would love to be. To Sometimes be that's just what you got to do. I yeah. might pull one of those out later. <laughs> I, I look forward to it. Sasha has a tag title win. That's a reward. That's true. True. Um, uh, did you see that? There was like a graphic or an Instagram of her with both belts. No, oh, really, I didn't see that. <laughs> um, Becky Lynch versus Asuka. For the SmackDown Women's Championship, Asuka obviously the defending champion. Um, I thought that the segment they had was great on Tuesday night. I liked the the physicality. I like that this kind of got built differently than the way Sasha and Ronda got built. Like they're two very kind of unique stories. Um, and we talked either last week or the week before like about the idea that maybe Becky has lost a little bit of steam, and now that feeling that I had is kind of gone. Um, <coughs> Prep, do you, do, did you, do you enjoy what they've done leading up to the Royal Rumble with this match? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't know what to expect because WWE, you know, they give you something, but they take away more. <laughs> So, like, as much as I can be excited for this match, it's not what I want. So I'm kind of, like, watching this with rose-tinted glasses. Like, I don't really – like, yeah, it's cool and all, but it's not something that I really want to – this isn't what I want right now. (laughs) I mean, that's fair. I I want you in rose-tinted sunglasses. (laughs) Yeah, I can make that happen Sunday. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I wouldn't mind seeing it either. I would so, love yeah, to see your rose tinted tinted sunglasses on you. I hope they stay in good condition after his uh, match. <laughs> um, obviously, it wouldn't be a Becky Lynch angle if Charlotte wasn't involved in it in some way. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Uh, and I love maybe my favorite thing in wrestling this week was Becky tweeting shoehorn Charlotte <laughs> because Charlotte shoehorns herself <laughs> into everything she does. I loved that. Uh, makes me think that maybe Becky is listening to Matt Madness also. <laughs> because I don't think a week has gone by that I haven't complained about it. Um, but I don't know. Do you, Eck, Eck and Alo, do you guys think that uh, Charlotte has a place in the middle of this feud? Not in it. I mean, I think she should be focusing on the, focusing on the, the Rumble picture. I'll be honest, I didn't see the full segment. I saw like her standing there talking and then I just seen Asuka assault assault Becky 
Uh, I did love the backstage promo with Carmella. Oh, that was good. I forgot about that, but that I did see that, and that was good. Uh, Ayla, what about you? Uh, Charlotte wasn't on SmackDown the last two weeks, was she? Mm, I don't remember. I know for a fact she wasn't on last week. I'm almost, I'm, I'm damn near positive. But at this point, no, like I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. I really don't. This is where they try to kind of like, try to, like you said, they're trying to shoehorn Charlotte in here. Like, okay, remember me? I'm not doing anything. So you got to put me in the middle with Becky. It's like, I, it doesn't fit right now. Later, maybe. Right now, no. And to me, this is like where people used to complain about Roman getting forced on us. It's like, well, no, if that's the guy they've deemed is the next guy and they want to have him at the top of the card, main eventing their biggest shows, that's what they should do. That is not forcing it. That is a decision they've made. This is like they have something that has gotten really big, has gotten bigger than Charlotte, and they just keep forcing her in there. To me, that is forcing. That is a different thing than than what happened with... Roman Reigns also, not to interrupt myself, but the Sixers were trailing the San Antonio Spurs 120-112 to 112 with two minutes remaining, and the Sixers closed the game on a 10-0 run to win 122-120. Yeah, I was about to say that, and Kendall Jenner was in attendance. Yeah, she was the other night, too. <laughs> so they're, they're, they've won their last two games with her at the Wells Fargo. Uh, and Ben had a big game tonight. He had at least 20 and I think 13 assists. Um, but I, I'm excited for this match. I think like Becky has become so entertaining. I think it's really good to see Asuka as a champion in a big story. And I think this match is going to do really well. Do you think this goes on before or after Sasha and Ronda? Uh, I think before. I think they'd be smart to do this before. I think if this goes after that, it's going to be a lot to live up to. Um, is, is which one do you think there's a likelihood of a title change here? That that's difficult to think of because the most obvious thing for the Rumble matches as by itself is for Charlotte to win. But I I think that's just too easy and lazy to do. But. I, I don't, but, but when it comes to the SmackDown title, I don't know. I don't really still, know either. Because <laughs> they still have, I think they have two pay per views left. So, so they want to swap them out later, they can. But I don't, uh, I think it's best for Asuka to win. I think so too. I would like to see Becky win it in a, in a different spot. And I'd like to see Asuka get some time with it. Um, Eck, who do you think wins on Sunday? I have Asuka here. I'm thinking Asuka's going to win. Um, it makes sense in a way not to discredit either of these women, but I feel like this should be early on. This is going to be something that's going to get the crowd going because everyone loves Becky. It's not like people dislike Asuka. I think it's something to put on earlier. Um, kind of my thought, my fantasy booking, you know, with bringing the women's rumble into conversation, I would love to see it'd be a good competitive 10 minute or less match and some screwy finish Becky loses and she goes into the rumble and wins it. That would be great. Uh, that would, would be awesome. That. Uh, that would be awesome. Cause we saw Dean Ambrose do that. 
uh, what, in 2015 or 16? 16, he, he lost the Intercontinental. I don't remember if he won or lost, but he entered the I Rumble. Think, yeah, he won. He, won, he won the Intercontinental Championship in that like street fight, and then and then he was the second to last in there. Mm-hmm. Prep? Now, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say there's been other times. Like, the following year, Roman Reigns lost the Universal title match, then he was in there. Right. Yeah, that, that, that was a rarity. Mm-hmm. But, like, but like I said a few First of his kind, I believe. It, like, like I said a few weeks ago, too, if Becky, if that happened to Becky, they can get away with that. Because people, people actually want to see Be- Becky in that s- spot. Right. That just, like, elevates the whole event. Yeah. Uh, Ayla, who wins? Oscar. Prep? Well, or, or DQ. Yeah, just to <laughs> I thought you were going to say, or Becky. <laughs> Oscar. Yeah, I'm going to go with Oscar, too. Another another moment that I really enjoyed was when the crowd was chanting for Becky while Charlotte was out there. Charlotte tried to do hit a woo to get the chant to stop, and everybody just kept chanting. And I thoroughly enjoyed that the crowd didn't bite because, you know, everybody likes to, to woo with Charlotte. Uh, I'm going to say Asuka as well, though. Uh, next one up, AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan for the WWE Championship. Alo, I actually did really like this promo from Daniel really? Bryan. I did because I feel like it tapped into, like, not only that being the real Daniel Bryan, I think there are a lot of younger people who actually feel that way about people that are Vince McMahon's age. <laughs> and it actually made me feel like maybe Daniel Bryan has been listening to Ronnie versus the world because this is something I talk about a lot. Is like this these handful of people who take everything for themselves and then we're all left at the bottom fighting with each other about dumb stuff. I was like, oh my God, I talk about this every week, Daniel. Like, I, th- I think maybe he's been listening. But I liked it. I thought it was cool to see Daniel get to go back and forth with Vince. Um, and I, I, I do feel like Daniel needs to hold on to this title for a little while. Whether that means he holds on to it till Mania, whether he holds on to it past Mania, I do think they need to let him hold on to it for a while. And I don't know if you guys agree with this, I see no reason why AJ Styles needs to have it. I don't, I don't, I don't need any of these guys with it. <laughs> like The whole Brian thing... It's hit or miss every week, and I just think it's been a flop. I really do. And I'm still waiting for this, like, plant-based strap for the title. <laughs> Has he been talking about that? That was a dirt sheet for, for oh. ever since he won the title. A hemp, well, like, a hemp he, he title did a, belt? He did a, he did a dot-com exclusive. Yeah, he did, a, he did do a dot-com thing, too. Where but. he said, uh, you know, he was going to defend it at TLC, and if he retains, when the next time you see this belt but we've now seen the belt five times since the next time you see it, it's going to be on something more environmentally friendly. I want to see him come out with like a woven belt. <laughs> the, the most like annoying thing to me and, and it's nitpicking, but like it's so, and I, I must've missed this like Brie Bella thing where it's like, this is the real Daniel Bryan, but he's introduced as the new Daniel Bryan, the new Daniel Bryan. And then Vince's, and here's the real AJ styles. Like, can it just be AJ styles? Can it just be Daniel Bryan? Or, or like, do they bo- like if it's Daniel Bryan is the new him? All right, cool. Leave him as him and leave AJ Styles as the phenomenal. Now he's the phenomenal real AJ Styles. Well, you know, with them, everything has to be branded, no matter how stupid it is. But I mean, how many times can you brand each person? Yeah, it's dumb. Um, 
Prep, are you at all excited for AJ and Daniel Bryan? Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm excited for AJ and Daniel Bryan, but I do like this new Daniel Bryan. <laughs> so you do like the the new Daniel Bryan? Oh, so good! I love the promos. <laughs> he does not skip a beat. He's like. I just like X said. I I do want to see him come out with that different belt. Like, why promise it if you're not going to do it? Sasha can relate. Now Sasha's like, Sasha's probably saying to Daniel, "Look, you're gonna have to wait a year for that. Like I waited a year for the tag belt." <laughs> well, also on dot com, so nobody saw it. Oh yeah, so they don't have to actually follow through on, and not that they would follow through anyway. Like, not that they really put a priority on following through with what's introduced on the show. Yeah, I'm not really looking forward to this to this match only because like what is really like does it feel like anything is at stake? No, because last week uh they were fighting fighting in, in um fighting in the lobby and they fell on some hot dogs. <laughs> and <laughs> I was like like God, this is not working at all. Well, since the consensus is how bad this is, I'm gonna jump the gun and give them my predictions, Daniel Bryan retaining it. After everyone's prediction, I'm just curious. I'm hoping that afterwards it's going to be afterwards. Um, you know, it's not going to continue this feud, and we get something fresh. Well, that that's what I would hope hope for too. Uh, and and another thought that just came into my mind, like the idea that none of us are excited about the WWE Championship match. 35 years after maybe <laughs> maybe the biggest WWF champion ever being crowned. Yeah, we don't care at all. Where do you guys rank the WWE championship in order of importance on WWE TV shows? Oof. Because um, I think it's questionable whether it's top five. I, I would say going into this event, it's, it's maybe number five. I would say men's and women's Royal Rumble is more important. I would say the you – know, never mind. It would probably be number six. I would say the Raw, you, uh, the Raw and SmackDown women's titles are both uh, more important. I would say the Universal title is more important. So you got two women's titles, two Rumbles, and, and the Balor-Brock title. They're all more important, and this is back at a bus. Yeah, like it just doesn't matter at all. I was thinking about it like – Remember we were talking a couple weeks ago about how the the Intercontinental Championship was like in the background of Dean and Seth and I just was thinking about it, like the WWE Championship is kind of on the same level as the Intercontinental Championship which is there's no value to it right now. Um I believe Daniel Bryan is going to retain as well. Uh Alo, do you have any thoughts on this or do you just want to give a prediction? Bryan is going to retain. And Prep, what's your prediction? Yeah, that's the. It's so so easy to book this company. You always know what's going to happen. <laughs> that is true. You almost <laughs> always do. And then there's two pay per views before WrestleMania, so it's probably. And then the chamber match is going to come, so you know AJ is going to be in that. So you know what? That's true. Yeah. So they're really again no stakes to this. You almost got to cringe. I mean, are we going to in the in the chances that? Balor loses. Let's speak negatively. If Balor loses, there's going to be what? What three chamber matches? One for the tag titles. One 
the WWE title defended. One is to face the Universal Champion at Mania. <laughs> well, we might get three chamber matches. We'll see. Hey, it, it would not be like WWE to run something into the ground or overdo it. Yeah, remember, remember AJ Styles versus Joe that hot feud that was, that wasn't in Hell in a Cell. Uh huh. I do. <laughs> I remember it vividly. Uh, so Eck just mentioned Finn Balor challenging Brock Lesnar. I honestly could not care any less about this. I feel like it is a foregone conclusion what is going to happen. But, like, I haven't paid any attention to this at all because I don't care about anything involving Brock. This would be a match where WWE could actually, like, teach me a lesson as a fan. Like, if Finn Balor wins this, even though I am not the biggest fan of Finn, I would be, like, blown away if Finn won. And I'd be like, damn, I wish I had you'll, been paying attention. To you'll this. go get a Ballard Club tat. The Dude, next day. I might. <laughs> that night, I might find some place that night, Ballard, an ALO Club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do any of the three of you, and, and Eck, you can go first. Do you, do you care about this at all? Does this matter to you at all? Yes. For what reason? I'll start with the, the first reason in timetable. I mentioned weeks ago in this show, I hated the idea of Braun Strowman versus Brock Lesnar. Um, I'm hosting the event. If that was the match, I wasn't going to watch or I was going to be. I thought you were going to say you're going to uninvite everybody. (laughs) No, I I would be the wrestling fan that you hate because I would talk (laughs) shit on the match the whole time during it. I would say how they both suck, how WWE is wasting time on both of them. They should either have Brock as a special attraction out of the title picture, how Braun shouldn't be in the title picture, or he should have won it a whole year ago, maybe a year and a half ago. He should have been won the title. He doesn't need to be near the universal title, especially if Brock has it, because he's not going to beat him. Um, this A week ago, week and a half ago, when they took him out of it, I was ecstatic. I was Excited of the idea of Rollins versus Brock. I knew it would probably just be a good match. And I was thinking back to the the triple threat that we were there in Philly for. I was thinking about, man, I don't like I like John Cena, but I don't want to see him versus Brock. Obviously, he's a part timer. They're not going to put the strap on him. Um, So I'm like, all right. And then it's like, all right, well, is this the time for McIntyre? And, you know, WWE did a bad job this week on Raw pointing out that. Balor won two matches. He beat Jinder Mahal, a former WWE champion, and then he pins a 16-time world champion. The hope is there and the excitement's there. The reason I'm into this match also is now, similar to you, Ron, I'm not huge on the Balor club. I'm huge on the ALO club. But (laughs) this match, something no one can take away from Balor, he does have a lot of fans. Um, whether he's out there having a match against Baron Corbin or he's having a match against Brock Lesnar, the crowd's invested. Whether the match matters or not, the crowd's invested. Um, good friend of the show, 6'5". He's pumped for this match. <laughs> Obviously, you know, he's a fellow Irishman, so he's he's real excited. You know, he's definitely childlike with his fandom in this, where he's obviously hoping for the, the dream result. I... Whether you're a Balor fan or not, I think majority of fans are going to be hoping Balor wins, bring the title home. Uh, a small little stat that might get crushed this Sunday, if I'm correct, the 
I don't know if I read this wrong, but I guess when he was qualifying for the SummerSlam match to be the inaugural champion, the Raw before, he won two matches on Raw to qualify for it, and mm-hmm. then he goes and wins the title. He wins two matches to qualify for this. So maybe, you know, maybe it'll shine twice. I- I'm hoping. <laughs> I- I'm excited for it because um, – this, you know, a month ago, two months ago, when he faced Daniel Bryan. Yes, the match was good, but I wasn't excited. And I was less excited at him versus AJ a second time because there really is no stakes. I wasn't excited for him versus AJ because, again, there is no stakes. Yes, both matches were good. I, the whole time, both of his universal title reigns, I never thought there was really a chance he would lose it except for his one-on-one matches with Roman. Um, I know chances are small with him versus Balor, but like that cheesy family says, never say <laughs> never. I- I'm hoping for the best. Yeah, me too. I have no no further thoughts on this. Anybody else have anything they want to add about Brock and Finn? I don't think there's no. I don't think there's any demon this Sunday. I don't get that sense either. Because uh, so he said something along the lines of. It'll be Finn Balor, the man. I rely on the demon too much. Some, something like that. I'm paraphrasing, but it was something you, like that. You're talking about in the interview, right? Yeah, it was. It was something like that. Does, not, doesn't mean exactly won't be a demon, but that's what yeah. he said. Yeah. So he he said something about that because you know I guess he saw everything on social media about people requesting it. He he said that he feels like he rested too much on the demon. Yeah, that was it. But which I I really kind of was confused about. I mean, I guess you could say that in a way, but I feel like if you look at his whole tenure on the main roster, he hasn't used it as much. And he said how like he got a lot of complaints on social media for not being the demon at Mania. But he said he had a bigger cause that night. And that was that, you know, that equality um, ring gear that he wore. But I um, I don't know. He also said he's like the rumble six days away. He's like, I, he's like, I don't have gear for it, but he's like, I, you know, there's six days to come up with it. <laughs> I, I do hope in a way he put that out to kind of numb the fans and then surprise us. Yeah, because he's the ultimate troll. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my God, his you know, he's qualified for this. He's the ultimate know, troll. Yeah, but if I mean, also the pop. I feel like the the tr- his fans. The, his fans, for the most part, got to be the people that read into everything. So I feel like that probably could like nip it in the bud. Like, all right, we're gonna get a good match. Like, I'm happy he's he's facing Brock. I'm happy he's getting a match for the title. This is cool. Sucks we're not gonna get the demon. But imagine the freaking pop when that man comes out and paint. And I'm not even talking about in my house. I'm talking about mm-hmm. in the, the the stadium. An interesting thing is. We didn't get like much promo time with Finn and and Paulie and Brock. I would love to Finn talked about the demon, but we're talking, we're discussing right now about Finn possibly just trolling us for the moment and and end up showing showing up as the demon. So I would I would have liked that. And, uh, I, I would I would enjoy watching Paul Paulie's face when the the heartbeat dropped. For the demon <laughs> thing. I would love to see that and his reaction. Me too. Um, and I would love to see the demon. I think it would add something at least to this that I don't find very, very interesting. Um, I think Brock retains. I think it's, it's obvious. Alo, what do you think? You know what? I'm going out on a limb, and I'm gonna reward the workers. <laughs> I go with Finn Balor. <laughs> Prep. 
I'm going with Balor too. Just oh, because I, just best because I friends. Just because I want you to watch Raw again. <laughs> I love that. Everybody now rooting for Finn to make sure I have to watch Raw on Monday. I'll secretly be so salty. Like, damn, now I got to actually watch this show. Uh, Eck, you're going with Balor too. Oh, yeah. All right, so we got three to one. Everybody's, Big match everybody's Balor. picking Balor. Big match Balor. Um,. Miz and Shane versus the Bar. I mean, the besties have to win, right? Besties always win. Like, yeah, I, there's 100%. no real sense to to them not winning. Um, what did they do this week? I know the Miz had a match. Did Shane really do anything? Oh, they got destroyed by the Bar. Yes, which was good. Yeah, because because I was thinking that Shane was going to turn on him at uh, Rumble, but uh, the fact that they got and the Miz covered him from the beating. The yeah, Miz the fact sacrificed that, himself. Yeah, and the fact that they got beat up by the bar, got put through the tables and, and stuff. I, I was like, okay, this might this might actually lead to the Miz and Shane actually winning. So going into it, I was kind of nervous, thinking, oh, you know what, Miz is going to win this match, and then boom, you know, that's how you know they'll do the job, and then maybe Miz turn on Shane after. Yeah. But uh, here's the disclaimer for the listeners and for everyone here. You, if you want me to finally enjoy some of the Miz does, why didn't they think of this years ago? All they need to do is put him with Shane. <laughs> I enjoyed the hell out of the segment last week. I was mad. I was watching it. I'm laughing. I'm smiling. I'm blushing. I'm like, turn this crap off. I'm the blushing. Today. I'm blushing. Jordans. Come on. Yeah. You, you put my guy Shane out there. You bring sneakers into it. Oh my gosh. This no, thing she, was money. No, but the whole line of, they're not for style, they're for performance killed me. <laughs> I know you like Jordan 1s because they're stuck. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. And then, and then Shane popping for it, too? Oh, man, he couldn't have done better. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy that they put these two together. I will be really happy to see them win these SmackDown Live championships, and I think it will at wait. least make it interesting. I'm so happy for Shane to win a championship that's still active. <laughs> uh, Prep, how do you feel about the besties? I like it. I, <laughs> this Miz is so good. <laughs> Miz is so much fun. I like that like corny like friendship, like Alo and X. So I'm all for this. <laughs> I love a corny friendship like these two. <laughs> <laughs> Good friend of the show, bro. I was listening to this popping right now. <laughs> yes, he is. Um, you talking about that bum I'm going to beat up on Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> that bum. <laughs> uh, In other news. Is there anyone who thinks the bar is going to retain <coughs> on Sunday? No. no well, before we leave this match, mm-hmm. does it – um? I feel like there's another example besides so the bar the bar lost at Mania to a nine year old and Braun Strowman. So basically mm-hmm. a handicap match. So I was thinking this now now mind you, I, I want Miz and Shane to win, and that's because of my fandom for Shane, and I, I have enjoyed the segments. But does anyone think this uh, you know discredits the bar if they lose to these two? Now I think that the that has already passed anyway. So I don't. Oh think, damn! I don't think that's that's something we got. You think worry they're about. already they're already w- done or? I think like 
I don't know that anybody really cares about them at this point. So I don't think them losing these is going to really hurt them because, like, I don't know how much anyone is really invested. I was invested enough to get the Chalkline tracksuit. Did you really? No. Oh. <laughs> it's not available. <laughs> The best part it was the best part of that was Eric investing in something. That's not that's not that hard. That that's true. It's not not a high bar to clear. No. Um, (laughs) I got the besties winning. Alo, who do you have? The besties. Prep. Same. I haven't liked the bar since Big Show left. Okay. He was there for a week and a half. (laughs) I forgot all about that. Me too. Walk week and a half. Damn, you guys are hard on them. <laughs> and Ed, who do you got? Oh, I, I got Shane O'Mac and uh, his sidekick. Um, the women's rumble. I got to be honest with these two rumble matches. This is stuff I got time for, guys. This is what I've been waiting to get to. So I don't know if it's because I haven't really been watching the full shows. But I, like, don't even have an idea of who's in line to win this thing. Um, But the Women's Rumble, first things first, I thought that the Lacey Evans promo on, like, uh, the Moment of Bliss show was terrific. (laughs) Yes, because she she captures that personality that I I like out of her. I, I was ready to say, Brie Bella has competition. Oh yeah, I mean that's fine. I like she may not have the best tone, but I think the way she looks, the way she carries herself is like that woman that like <laughs> I just can't stand to to a T. I love it. Um and before we get into like predictions and everything, I may not have a ton to add to this, but how difficult is it going to be for them this year to live up to what they did last year with the Women's Rumble? Um I don't think it'll be much. Yeah, I, I don't think it should be hard because I feel like they got more to more to play with now. And then at the same time, like there could be different surprise entrants than what it was last year because last year all he really did was take the girls from Raw Twenty Five and say, "Hey, come to Philly this weekend. We're, we're two hours away. Come to Philly and be in the Rumble. We don't have to be time for you here." So I don't think it'll be, it's much to um, overcome for them at all. There's actually kind of more story, I think, this year than what it was last year. In, in regards to, like, people being in line, I feel like, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't it kind of obvious to an extent? We kind of all knew Asuka was going to win because she was undefeated, right? Yeah, I think um, I felt Did that. we not? I think I believed yeah. she was going to win. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I don't remember who we picked, but um, so I mean, last year. I, I, love, I love the fact that... It, I love that it's not like an, an easy prediction. I guess you could say Charlotte's kind of the odds on favorite, but yeah, that's if I had to pick someone, I think that's probably who I would go with. Yeah, because like they haven't really, really built the rumble matches like they used to, and uh, like well, before I go, I want to say I love a moment of bliss. The <laughs> fact that she uh tries to like make herself. Take, takes herself as a legitimate uh, <laughs> TV show host. I love it. And uh, Lex is actually going to be in the Royal Rumble match too, as well. She announced that, so she's going to be back in the back in the ring this Sunday. Um, yeah, I I have no clue. Like the the easy thing to go with is Charlotte. 
But other than that, I have no clue because they're not building towards anything. And then we all know the end game is run is a uh, either the, one of them with Ronda. But what about what else? And then who else do you want to actually put in that position? Because they haven't put anybody else in that position to actually win that and make it a big deal about it. Yeah. Uh, like I said, because I'm not watching full shows, and like outside of the women's title picture and really uh, Naomi and Mandy Rose, like I don't know how much. The snack pack. <laughs> I don't know how much anyone's really feuding with each other. Um, we were obviously there in attendance last year for the first ever women's Royal Rumble match. Prep, do you think maybe that's why I'm a little bit, I'm not nearly as excited about this one as, as I was about the last one, because how could it live up to what we experienced last year? Yeah, it's a, it's a tough break for them. You know, they might go through that sophomore slump with this match. <laughs> But I feel I don't know if it's as obvious as everybody else is saying, like with just Charlotte. I I feel like that promo with Carmella was great. I think they I think with that promo alone, it kind of reminds everybody like, oh, this girl was a player. Mm-hmm. When you got people like her and, you know, even Nia still to an extent. And like all this new talent that's going to be in there. It's anybody's ball game. Yeah, but see the the one. Not sorry, to cut you off, Fred. But the one thing is, they kind of shined up Ronda as the prize, not just the title, but Ronda. That's why it's harder to pick. Well, that's why it seems easier to pick this year, Big Charlotte. Yeah, it carries. That's the one thing I don't like. That last year it was like, which champion do you pick? Yeah. This year it's obvious whoever wins wants to fight Ronda. Uh, and I guess it's kind of like an outside shot. What I was thinking, like right when Alexa announced it, I was like, oh, okay, cool. I wouldn't be shocked if she wins. But it's like, all right, we've seen her versus her versus Ronda. So, you know, she could know she's going to lose that and say, oh, well, I want to face Asuka because how many people's beat her? But, I, I mean, is that really the direction they go? But I do feel like in a few times they, they – in the past, when they used to split between the shows, like, you know, the winner's going to go here, winner's going to go there, um, I feel like they disappointed and would pick, like, the, the lower person. So I wouldn't be surprised if somebody picked SmackDown. Now, the real question, because <laughs> I don't know who's going to win, uh, who do they have left to be a surprise? I only have two people in mind. I have... Oh, Legends or NXT? No, le- uh, per se, Legends, like alumni. Okay. So, Karma and Victoria. Um, yeah, th- th- those are the only ones that actually be a surprise, yeah. I think they I, might I would... bring a girl from Glow as well, like, just to pop the crowd. Liberty <laughs> Bale. Well, they could do Karma for that. Yeah, but that's like she was already alumni. I would yeah, like yeah. what's the Allison Bree? Oh man, I love her. I um <laughs> Did you watch Community? Nah. No, nah, she was on that if you're interested. I feel like I tried to watch Community, I didn't like it. Mm, fair enough. And I'm sure Not we're gonna everybody. get a lot of redos. You're gonna get a lot of people that were there last year that are gonna be there again. You can expect Trish and Lita, right? I don't know, man. I think I Trish know. and Lita will show up for the tag. Like, I think they'll be a part of the, the finals for the women's tags. In an elimination in, in, chamber? In the chamber? 
Oh, damn, I forgot they were doing that. <laughs> the uh, last yeah, I saw, no, they had 23 no. entrants already. Yeah, so you got room to play. Yes. Wow, so, so if there's 27, that's not including NXT? There's 23 in it. I don't know if that included people from NXT or not. Because they announced the people that were in it, but it's, but they left like seven empty spots. So, so I, I think yeah, because I think it's safe bet you'll see Shayna Baszler in there, win or lose. I almost was going to. They did that last year too. The NXT Women's Champion. Yeah, Ember yeah. was in it. I almost feel like it's, it's a safe bet that, but I didn't think they had twenty three people. I thought you would see, you know, all three of uh, Ronda's homegirls in there. You figured the Bella Twins will probably be in there. Um, Bianca Belair, maybe. But like you said, Carmel, well, if she wins, then yeah, she's in there. Well, either way, because like you said, Ember was in it last year, and she was still the one with Shane. But yeah. Um, Ember and Kyrie Sane were in it, right? Yeah. But even though you said Karma and Victoria, those are the only ones that you can actually like be a surprise. Yeah. That we ha- that we don't see. Like I really Lee, don't see them. Happening. I really don't see them doing the same people they did last year. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, and that, like that's. I think that's where my feeling is. Like, how do you live up to it? Because there were like so many huge, like entrances last year, and it it was like such a feel good event. And it's like, how many people are there really that they could bring in that we haven't already seen recently? Because they were either in it last year or they were in the uh, Greatest Royal Rumble or whatever. Um, I think they just uh, have to we'll get Tony Storm, too. So, Prep, you think for sure Tony Storm? Yeah, I mean, if we're going to get the NXT champion, women's champion, we might as well get the NXT UK champ as well. And if we don't get her, we might as well get a sore loser in Rhea Ripley because she's a snack in uh, <laughs> She would wreck house there, too. She's yes. so good. I want her to wreck my apartment. <laughs> Do you think there's a chance Tony Storm comes out and gets the biggest pop of the Women's Royal Rumble? Uh, oof. No, because I don't think enough people in uh, a baseball stadium in Arizona are going to know who she is, sadly. Oh, that's right. I forgot it was that big of a stadium for that. I was thinking it was like just an arena, and I no. figured it would be all like the weirdos who travel to all these events. How 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 was um? I think every surprise. I think every surprise entrant got a big a big pop last year, so I wouldn't be shocked. I know Ember Moon got a nice pop, even though. It's Ember Moon, and it was she, people somewhat know her. And speaking of Ember Moon, does anybody think there's a chance that she wins the Rumble? Not this year. Maybe no. next year. My my one of my dark horses is Alexa Bliss because you know what I get for everything. You know what? I similar to what I said about Alexa Bliss winning, I would see Ember Moon winning and wanting to go to SmackDown because she is had how many matches against Asuka and never beat her. Uh, that is a good way to keep Ronda free. Damn, Eck. <laughs> they hate when I'm going to something. <laughs> how, do you get Be- how do you get Becky or Charlotte to Raw? Uh, Ronda can call her shot. Um, yeah, they, they could they'll, they can shake it up for the chamber. They can they could do something. They might. I wouldn't be surprised if they do something. It would almost make the women's titles pointless to have two of them but i wouldn't be surprised with this women tag title if they say women can you know roam freely 
well, hey, I know they love making their titles pointless, so they may do that. <laughs> See what you did there. <laughs> um, who do you think is going to? Well, actually, before we give the prediction of who is going to, I want each of you to say who do you want to win? Like, who do you most want to see win? Are we asking? Am I asking for too much if I say do we do? Who do we think want and Dark Horse? Now you can do that. So, do you want to kick it off? I shit. I guess I put myself on the spot. (laughs) (laughs) I did. I'm gonna go. Look what you did. You played yourself. All right, I want Seth Rollins. Oh no, jeez, we're not we're not even on the men's. I'm I'm thinking about the men's. So I'm excited. <laughs> hey, that's about a that. hell of a dark horse to win the women's Jeez. rumble. <laughs> yeah, truth, our truth wins it. Our truth wins the women's rumble. For the women's rumble, for the women's rumble, my bestie's my bestie's looking at he's looking at Seth Rollins. He's looking at. He's looking at. That's the best use of that. Yeah. Um, all right, so for the women's, I. Seth Rollins want. is the man. Oh, that's right. That's I'm, right. <laughs> I'm going to save my want for last. The the dark horse, I'm going to give it to Ember Moon just because of my theory. Uh-huh. I think Alexa Bliss is going to win it. And I want, I want Becky Lynch to lose or be disqualified, and I want her to come out and win the whole thing. Ayla, what do you got? Uh... I want Ember Moon to win. My dark horse is Alexa, and I think Charles is going to win. Brett? All right. I want Becky Lynch to win. I think Becky Lynch is going to win. <laughs> and my dark horse is Carmella. Um, she is money. That, yes, she is. Oh, so man. She's been looking so good lately. Yes. That is, that is my dark horse as well. Dark hair, dark horse. Um. Who I want to win is also Becky. Who I think is going to win is Charlotte. Um, By the way, speaking of Carmella, uh, she posted a, a picture on Instagram of, of um, her and Charlotte from SmackDown, and I commented it and I, on the Matt Maddis page. I commented on, on Carmella's post and said, uh, she must have forgot to be here twice. And then <laughs> but I get a response from, of all pages, a Charlotte Flair fan page. <laughs> Saying what? Oh, wait a second. Of all, a, a legit fan page. Charlotte, the picture and everything. Like 15,000 followers. It was so funny. And like they're going, and like people are like really going at it in these comments. Now, did they say anything directly to you? Yes. Was your response go the hell home? No, I didn't respond at all because I don't <laughs> argue on the internet. I'm thir- I'm almost thirty. I'm almost thirty. I'd rather take a nap. <laughs> so, oh, oops. Oh, it said from Team Charlotte Flair on Instagram. And can you count how many times? Mind you, they spell times wrong. They spell times T Y M S. Sounds about yes. right. Yes. <laughs> and can you count how many Tims did the Queen beats her? Let me know, please. Laughing emoji. Oops. And what's this account's name? Team underscore Charlotte underscore Flair. So, team underscore Charlotte underscore Flair. I hate to break this to you, but it's not real. Charlotte never actually (laughs) beat her at anything. Uh, 
Anytime I see a fan page, I just, I, I, I just think they're like 10. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, sorry to, uh, to break the news, but that, that's how that works. Um, that is funny, though. Um, men's Rumble. But actually, even before we get into this, how good was Mysterio and Andrade? Excellent. They can't do bad together. I just hate Tom Phillips. Oh, yeah, because, he sucks. Because he made that match, like, because you said this a few a few weeks ago, that he just has the same voice. Mm-hmm. This match needed some enthusiasm, and he didn't he didn't get that at all. Because he this says everything great. in the same exact tone, like no different for anything. Did you want to say something, Prep? Yeah, I did like the uh, the match from the week prior better, but only because of the finish. Because I think they keep progressing and getting better the more they work together. Yeah, I thought it was great. Um, obviously, Samoa Joe killed it on the mic when he got the opportunity. Pat, and then, sorry to cut you off. Yeah. Sorry to cut you off. But this match and post-match was clearly written and produced by Raul. <laughs> <laughs> you mean that bum that I'm going to beat up on Saturday? <laughs> But continue, Samoa Joe, what? Oh, killed it on the mic when he got the opportunity. And thankfully, the last image that anyone saw going into the Rumble was Randy Orton looking as strong as he needs to. You know, it's really good to see that they're positioning him very strongly in 2019. (laughs) Just to me, there was no need for that. Um but I wanted to at least mention how good the match Andrade and Mysterio had because it, it was really, really good and was worth watching. Um, so the men's rumble, again, like I don't have any feel for like who's in line for this, who should be winning it, like who should be getting a title shot at WrestleMania or there's nobody that feels like they need to win this. To lead to them winning a title at WrestleMania, I have no idea. Again, it might be because I'm not watching as intently. Is there anybody you guys are looking at? Like, it is this person's year. It's gonna be I'm, Gal- looking at, I'm looking at Hulk Hogan. I'm looking at the Macho Man. I'm looking at Andre the Giant, the king of the Battle Royal. I'm so happy somebody ran with that because that is why Dana Brooke, Trish, and Jazz. <laughs> They're all women. Oh, that, that's right. <laughs> that's my bad. <laughs> no, but I'm glad Eric really messed up. So oh yeah, that was, that was excellent. Um, yeah, is there anybody that you see that's like, oh, it's it's this person's year? Rollins and McIntyre. Yeah, it's Rollins and Galloway. So you think this whole thing is about those two, and it's going to be one yeah. of those standing and kind of Corbin? Oh, just <laughs> kidding, guys! In um, TV time, he gets. You think he would be winning? Solid point. <laughs> In a slight dark horse, Braun. Even though I don't Braun? Want to see that. Yes. I would say, and it's sad that we got to put him in the dark horse category, but I mean. Dark horse. Oh, that's fine. Who do you want to win? Who do you want to win? Yeah, I would. I would go with my dark horse would be Samoa Joe because 
He is one guy who is a true threat at all times. He is a guy that I feel like this guy needs to get a title and needs to be in that spot, and that's one way to get him there. But I don't believe he is going to win. Uh, Who I most want to win, obviously, would be Ron Killings, would be who I would most want to see win, coming in at number 30. Who I believe is going to win, I actually do believe it's going to be Seth Rollins. Um, Alo, what do you think? Uh, are we doing it the same way? Well, yeah. I, I, I kind of just gave that answer, but um, I'll go after. I think Rollins is going to win. Well, I want Rollins to win. No, hold on. I'm sorry. <laughs> I confused myself. Who do I? Who do I want to win? I honestly don't care, but I'll just say Rollins because he needs it bad. I think Rollins is going to win again, but my dark horse is Gala. Prep. Yeah, I want Samoa Joe to win. I think Rollins is going to win, but my dark horse is Galloway as well. And Eck, where are you at? Oh, I don't know, man. We all know I love a Royal Royal Rumble, a battle royal. This is stressful because (laughs) I really want Seth Rollins to win. Um, I just think it's it's the right thing to do. Uh, My... Dark horse slash I, I won't be mad. My dark horse fantasy booking would be Rollins gets the title somehow before Mania, and the dark horse would be Ambrose winning, and they sandbag a good match for Mania. Uh, 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 well, he's still on that Dean Ambrose th- train right so now. We, we, so I, basically, we I do back think to an Ambrose Rollins WrestleMania. Yeah. Match. Okay. Yeah. Because Rollins, Rollins said in an interview at the end of the summer that they don't need The Rock for WrestleMania 35. The end of the show could be him and Ambrose, and this is before the heel turn. Yeah. Um, but I, I think, and I don't want, I think it'll be McIntyre. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm kind of not for that, but... I guess my confusion is like, if McIntyre wins, you got to get, unless he's challenging for SmackDown, but I don't see that being like, you almost got to get the title off Brock before, right? Not necessarily. I could buy McIntyre versus uh, Brock, but I don't think that'll sell. Yeah, I don't think so either. But if that's who Vince wants to be the guy to win, like, he doesn't really care. Like, if that's what he believes is the right thing to do, that's what he's going to do. Um, who do you guys have in mind for some surprise entrance? Velveteen Dream. Okay. That'd be a good one, obviously. I got David Arquette <laughs> on my favorite oh, that's wrestler. That's a good one, actually. I would love that. Um, would be a huge... Royal Rumble moment if David Arquette <laughs> came out. Um, I love your David Arquette mark now. Oh, yeah. He's my, did, did you my see, second did, favorite Do you follow him on Instagram? I don't. I didn't know. watch that video. So he... Oh, he the refer- Triple H thing? No, with the Finn Balor. It's him. It's the, the opening segment with uh, Balor, Vince, and Heyman. And it's Balor explaining the David versus Goliath story. And it's basically while he's explaining who David really was and what David really did, mm-hmm. it's, it's David Arquette popping, like, he's talking about me. 
<laughs> this is what I did. Oh, it's so good. That's great. I'm going to have to look it up as soon as we get off this show. Uh, he's hardcore, so you know I'm all for him showing up. Yeah. Another guy I would love to see as a surprise entrant, uh, my current third favorite wrestler, Jason Jordan. Oh, uh, that's a good one. Again, I don't know if he's cleared to, to wrestle. He, he's but still in your to top three. Yeah, he's done. He's, he's actually probably my four. Kenny Omega is number one. <laughs> David Arquette is number two. Ron Killings is number three. Jason Jordan hanging on there, number four. Um, I don't know. Who's some other surprises you guys like to see? We had Velveteen Dream as one. Ciampa. Another good one. And Gargano. Plausible, two plausible guys that they could bring in there. I think the men have 20 announced already. So there's 10 open spots. Uh, Alistair Black. Is there anyone like... Uh, Adam Cole again. Is there anyone from uh, the Bo- past? Bobby Fish, because he's kind of, you know, he doesn't have a tag title, so I could kind of see him throwing Bobby Fish in there. Do you guys have any non-NXT guys that you think will end up in here, or do you think you're going to use all those spots for NXT oh, no. talent? Don't be surprised, but I, I, I couldn't tell you who would be a surprise. Like last year, the Hurricane was a great surprise. Oh, that was so much fun. <laughs> like, hey, who, I'm trying to think who from, like, because it was the Hurricane and Rip Mysterio. Those were the two, like, big surprise names this year. The rest were NXT. Christian. Oh, that's I a good one. They, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't sure think he, he'll do a full match, but I feel like they they put a lot of old guys in there that can't go full match. So I can see Christian being in there. I can see Tommy Dreamer. He's kind of like a smut with all brands. Who's from, who's from Arizona? Who's local? Uh, Nikki Bella. The Bellas, yeah. <laughs> But we, we know that. Henry Cejudo. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. Eck, you've been calling for it. Maybe it will be Henry. Give me my dollar pass. He could get one of those 10 spots. Uh, any chance of, like, Matt Riddle? Uh, yeah, uh, he's done dot coms that fans wouldn't have seen, but he's that's what he's uh, pulling for, a rumble spot. He has said that he wants to dethrone Brock, so... <laughs> Maybe it's going to be Matt Riddle getting his chance. I don't know. There's nobody else I can really think of. Like, yeah, it's going to be something stupid. Like let let me just comedy. say, let me <laughs> just say that's like always my rumble dream. Like I want someone to win one of these things that you don't expect. Like yeah, dark horse, but like or like a dark horse obviously would be ideal. But like I want it to be someone that wasn't in the picture. And I know. I know you, you hate to hear this, Pash, but like that's what I enjoyed when Orton won it in 2017, just because he he was not in the thought at all. At least to me, I, I remember yeah, that. Nobody, like I was, I, I was yeah. completely surprised. Yeah, we all were, but I don't know if I told you guys that day, but the betting odds that day favored Orton out of nowhere because none of us saw that coming at all. But I remember that day the better nods did change for, for Orton. And I was like, what the hell? Yeah, I, I do remember that. Yeah, um, I remember the betting, but I mean just going off a of storyline. Oh, yeah, storyline, yeah. What about Buddy Murphy? You think he ends up in the Rumble? Uh, I feel like we should get someone from 205. Leo? Oh, yeah. What do you guys think about Enzo? It's a drive from L.A. <laughs> Can you come in the wig? <laughs> That and he comes back to the Beatles song. <laughs> I hate wigs. You know I hate Shawn Michaels is from there. No, he ain't. 
Shawn Michaels I was actually thinking of earlier to add to the possible surprise list. <laughs> Shawn better not come up There's here. a whole New Mexico between them. Well, he's actually on the pre-show, I believe. Oh, really? Don Fry. Don Fry. What about Takiyama? <laughs> what if Top Fry and Takiyama are the first two entrants? Is there any chance of I will lose my is there any chance of Kevin Owens? They said he won't be cleared. He, okay. He's not ready yet. They said he might not be ready till after WrestleMania. Yeah. Oh, really? I just knew they were saying soon, and I thought it might be a good idea to bring one of them in for, for that. Uh, any other Let's thoughts? Get to talk. <laughs> any other thoughts on the Rumble or WWE product? Uh, nope. Um, I'm looking forward to the Rumble. Yeah, me too. Me I think it would be a fun show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm guilty that I'm always looking forward to that. <laughs> Being the elite, I did watch it this week at your guys. I have not uh, seen it. Discretion. Okay, we don't have to get into it then. If you don't, you don't want to, no, go ahead. Anything. Go ahead. I don't care about spoilers. Go ahead. I did think it was highly MJF entertaining. Was great. I thought it was highly entertaining. I loved Cody and the Jacksons really like playing into the idea of like we have no idea how to do this. Like we have no idea how to run this promotion i love that aspect of it uh even cody at the one point saying like i don't know what i'm doing i didn't go to college i thought it was great <laughs> uh yeah mjf making us look like geniuses for hyping him up as long as we have um and was that venue that that show was in was that the same venue as the david arquette death match i don't think so but i i could be wrong no i think no. that was at a bar that was at a bar Okay, because it looked it looked like the same room to me, but um, every indie place looks the same to you. That is Thanks true. For finishing it. it, they they all look like a place I don't want to be, to me. Um, no, I thought it was good. I probably will start watching this every week, and we can at least discuss it for a few minutes on the show, especially leading into the the new promotion that we're all rooting for to succeed. I think it's worth it to, to acknowledge it. So Pass watch. When you watch Indie Inquirer, you're like, oh, they're at the ECW Arena. <laughs> ECW Arena. Yeah. Is that where is that where that was? <laughs> Hammerstein Ballroom in New York. Oh, yeah, that's right. Another place I never want to be. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Th- does anyone have any other thoughts on being the elite this week, or do we want to jump right into Indie Inquiry? Let me just say that MJF is slowly becoming my favorite part of BTE. Dude, and and to so go off good. of the uh, to go off of the Bucks and Cody, more specifically Cody, not knowing what he's doing with the company, um, I did enjoy um, that segment because uh, yeah, I was going to go off. What the heck is he go, has initials to? What, what's that guy's name? Peter Avalon. Peter, oh, Peter yeah. Avalon. Yeah, pretty um, Peter Avalon. <laughs> so. Peter Avalon, I'm only familiar with because of the NWA series. So when that segment is starting, it makes sense to me because, oh, okay, well, championship wrestling from, it wasn't Hollywood, it was a different championship wrestling, but, you know, he was a marquee guy. He got a world title match. He was, that was from with Hollywood. Tim Storm. Um, that was Hollywood. I thought it may have been one, uh, somewhere surrounding there. But yeah, it was Hollywood. was so good. W- watching that, I was like, okay, cool. This makes sense. Like, they would sign this guy. This guy does have some indie buzz. 
and to see that all like just go to crap, uh, I was like, oh, that 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 is funny. <laughs> he was like super jobber in TNA. How good was he the spit to take? EC3 like forty times. How good was the how- spit take when Cody told them how much he offered them? Oh, <laughs> right in the face. <laughs> yeah. The Love Bucks that. are the best. Uh, yeah, I I really enjoyed it. It was it was relatively short. It wasn't even twenty minutes long. I don't think. Eighteen. Yeah, eighteen yeah, minutes. They're usually less than twenty minutes. Okay. Yeah. I, so like I said, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I plan on watching it every week from here on out. Um, but yeah, it, it was an enjoyable eighteen plus minutes. Um, the Joey Ryan segment I thought was good. Him and uh. Him and Hangman reconciling after uh, all their differences over the past year, I thought was good. Uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Um, well, well, I'll, I want to go back to last week's episode mm-hmm. real quick. How great? Well, Pash, I don't know if you saw that. I did. How great was it when um when Britt was like talking to the Bucks? Can we? Can we? Uh... Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's part of the episode. Can we talk about you guys killing my husband? <laughs> Killed my boyfriend, <laughs> <laughs> and, and that—that's—that's that's the op- I think if I think wasn't that like the opening? It started it it out as that, it and then it goes into the theme song. So yeah. good. And she's like, "Can we talk about the elephant in the room? You guys killed my boyfriend." <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Um, oh, and then I rewatched the four way from All In with her, uh, Chelsea. Um, Tessa and Madison Rain. And one thing I found funny was that Tennille didn't talk when it came to Chelsea Green at all. I thought that was funny. But um, when during Britt's entrance, they talked about on um, commentary, like, oh man, I wonder where her boyfriend's now. He's reportedly a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I like how much that has been embraced too. Like, granted, I didn't see it. I didn't watch it last week. But I, I like that that is a thing that they are continuing to acknowledge. Um, trying to think if there was anything else from this week's, but there's nothing else that comes to mind. Um, Alo Pash's Indie Inquiry. You want to introduce it? We were supposed to do it last week. I watched another well, match. Gonna, I, well, well, I don't have to do it because I told you last week you reviewed it perfectly. But for listeners, th- this week's edition of Pash's Indie Inquiry will be Ring of Honor Final Battle 2018. Where Jonathan Gresham went one one with Zach Saber Jr. So, does anyone else want to discuss this before me? So, I'll give my my early thoughts. Uh, when I was loading up Honor Club to watch this, I was clicking on the event. I was like, "Man, I swear I watched the show. I swear I watched the show." And the thing starting, and I'm like, "Man, like you know, I heard we you." You guys said about said about the match last week, and I heard your disdain for Zack Saber Jr. So I'm sitting here, I was like, was this match that bad that like I watched it and I don't remember a thing about it? Well, it turns out I forgot I missed the full first hour of the show. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean the match didn't really hook line and sinker me. Um, Prep and I talked b- before we went on air about it. I think I think there is a place for Zack Saber Jr. and this is probably something that. Pash hates about the Indies, and I know you hate this guy. Um, I could not tell until the match was over and he was heading to the locker room 
that he was the heel in the match. I could tell he was a heel to his competitor or like, you know, he didn't like him, but it wasn't really until like his actions with the crowd. And maybe again, maybe I wasn't fully invested in the match. Maybe I looked away a few too many times, but I couldn't really tell. All right. Like, is he just like, you know, are are they just antagonizing each other or it was hard for me to pick that up, which is kind of annoying. Uh, Agreed. Like for me, I want to like, preface this with obviously I very much enjoy like roasting people that like the IWC likes and a lot of times I'm doing it solely as a bit like obviously for the last year I knew who Kenny Omega was and pretended I didn't know who he was um and then now you're his biggest fan I am uh but there are definitely guys that I've talked about and, like, acted like I thought they sucked or I didn't know who they were when they actually are good and I do know who they are. Sometimes I'm being truly honest. Like, when I was saying last year that Shinsuke Nakamura was boring, I meant that. I believed it. Zack Sabre Jr., I'm not going to pretend, like, I don't know that there are a lot of people that really like him. And I'm not going to pretend, like, he doesn't have popularity. But to me... It's basically like what he is to me is like I heard about this guy a lot before I ever saw him wrestle. And he's basically like what I thought Markel Fultz was going to (laughs) be to what Markel Fultz actually ended up being. Or like if somebody hyped up, um, you know, I'm trying to think of another sport that would like cross over here. Maybe there's not one I could do. Um, But like the level that I thought this guy was going to be to what he actually was when I watched him. I was like, oh, this guy's not, like, I'm not even entertained at all. And I think for me the issue is that style of wrestling to me is not entertaining. And you can do it, but there needs to be something more. Like, if you're just going to roll around on the mat and slap each other and just be doing, like, finger holds and wrist holds and joint manipulation, it's like, uh, it's not for me. So, like, Jonathan Gresham has other aspects to his game that I see, whereas Zack Sabre Jr. just does that one thing. And it, the, the thing that I think bothers me even more is every time he does some kind of reversal or, like, clasps his hands on a hold, he's always looking like, oh, did you see what I just did? And I'm like, yeah, everybody does that. Like, you're not really doing much that I haven't seen. I might as well be watching, like, Bruno, Bruno Sammartino, or I might as well be watching, like, Glow in 1984. Like, that's how I feel. I just don't find him entertaining. So he is popular. He is successful and good for him, and I'm happy that people enjoy it. For me, I just find it, like, so unbelievably boring. Jonathan Gresham I do like, though, because I think there are other elements. I think I even talked about this during the Cruiserweight Classic, how Jack Gallagher does a lot of similar stuff, but I found he entertained me, and Zack Sabre Jr., I was like, oh, that that was it? Um so that like that's that's how I feel about it. I'm not trying to say that he's I'm not trying to not acknowledge the success he's had. I'm saying for my taste, he doesn't fit into like my window that I like to watch. Did I make that clear? Yeah. Crystal. And prep, do do you understand where I'm coming from with that? Yeah, so I I rewatched the match to like give my thoughts on it this week. At the, at the time when I first watched the match, I really enjoyed it. But me coming from Pash's perspective, 
I have a couple problems with Zack Sabre Jr. <laughs> what are those? Number one, Zack Sabre Jr. looks like CM Punk in the UFC. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. Hold on. I, I hate to cut I, you I off, but I have to acknowledge it. something real quick. I love that I am the anti-Zack Sabre Jr. guy and you're the pro Zack Sabre Jr. guy. And yeah, you I, just said something way better than anything I said. Derogatory about Zack Sabre Jr. Continue. Number two. How are you European and your European uppercuts are terrible? <laughs> Nothing bugs me more than when a European uppercut doesn't land on the jaw. Indie pro. <laughs> And tell me there's a number three. Okay. There is a number three. My my last thing on Zack Sabre Jr. Mm-hmm. You slap like a bitch. <laughs> Cut it out. Prep, Hit we, like a man. Prep, here's a real question. What made you pick this match? Oh, because I knew uh, Ron's disdain for Zack Sabre Jr. <laughs> I thought the part of the pass in the inquiry was to sell him on the Indies. It is, but he has to watch all the styles of matches. But why not a good style? One that he may be sold on, I don't know. So like like three Lucha matches. (laughs) The the one thing I'll say in, in defense of this pick is I literally had only seen Zack Sabre Jr. in the Cruiserweight Classic. So there was a part of me that was thinking, maybe if I see him outside of that element, I'll feel different. And then I watch it, and I was like, nope, same, same thing. Now, I don't know if he has matches with other guys that are different from that. But like, And here was the other comparison I wanted to make. The way I always have talked about Sasha Banks elevates everybody else she's in the ring with, I feel like Zack Sabre Jr. makes everyone else less interesting and less entertaining. Like He, he brings them down for me. Uh, but again, that is not to say that like I don't hope this guy stops having success. I don't hope this guy stops making money. Like it's it's great to see all different types of performers be successful in this industry, and I applaud him for being successful. I applaud him for being over. I applaud him for having people that want to pay money to watch him. I just don't want to pay money to watch him. Um, do we have a pick for next week? Wait, wait, wait. Before before you guys go for next week, Patch, was it the same exact match you saw from 2016 Bowling? There were two differences. Uh, and other than that, it was exactly the same. The one, they started slapping each other way earlier in this match. And I guess I guess in the, the, the match I watched was a year or two before. And they had never had a finish in one of their matches. I don't know how many times they wrestled. But it was supposed to be like this blood feud between the two of them. And maybe 10 minutes into the match, they started actually hitting each other. In this one, they started hitting each other within the first minute or two. And the other difference was that there was a finish in this one. It wasn't a... Or no, wait. I I think... You know what? I don't even remember. I think Gresham might have won the last one. But now I don't remember. You know what? I don't. Maybe that wasn't different. I don't know. But ultimately, 95% of it was the same match that I watched last week. Okay, that's what I thought. Because <laughs> when, when, you, when you broke down that match, I was like, this is the same exact match. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I love that when I described it. I thought you were going to say the two things it. are 
I thought you were gonna say the two things are different ring gear, different venue. <laughs> that too. Okay, so four things are different. Um, yeah, that was funny to me when I explained the match I watched, and Alo was basically like, "Are you sure you didn't watch the right match?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, what What do we have for the indie inquiry next week? I'm cu- I'm very excited and curious to find out. So. For next week's Indie Inquiry, we have from Pro Wrestling Eve, Killer Kelly versus Kaylee Ray. Oh, Pash likes Kaylee Ray. I do. I, I love Killer Kelly. <laughs> um, when is this match from? Uh, December of last year. Okay, so it's recent. Um, I was hoping you'd give us the tampon spot. <laughs> oh, no. I, first of all, I don't like uh, what's her name? I don't. I think she's like, uh, like discount store version of Paige. <laughs> yeah, that's the girl that had the uh, tampon. Yeah, the, yeah, she's terrible. And I, I'm glad you didn't pick that because I don't. I did see the the clip of it on Twitter. I don't feel that I need to see it again. He, you already had one death match. Yeah, I did. I had one death match where somebody got too much color. So, so yeah, don't need another one. Um, anything else anyone wants to add before we close this out? We don't have any listener questions, correct? Nope. Any, no stump Aaron Lloyd? Mm-mm. Any, uh, any final thoughts? Predictions on the Westchester Street fight, Prep versus Raul. Oof, man. Been hitting the gym hard. <laughs> Is there a clean finish? I don't think there's a clean finish. I don't think there's a clear, clean finish. I think there's a lot of outside interference. Some surprise guests might get involved. Do me a favor. Can we make sure we test Raul? He's on that state, that <laughs> county sponsored juice. <laughs> oh, man. He's got John Jones's drug dealer. He's got the uh, the picograms prep. Yeah, the pictograms. <laughs> I, I look forward to the finish, though. I I do think it's, it's he's on whatever be, Roman was on. It's probably going to be overbooked. Would be my guess. Yeah, when's the last overbooked time is saw, what we need for the rumble. <laughs> when's the last time you guys saw a fat dude do a drop kick? <laughs> I, I don't uh, know. Shit. Tune in. <laughs> oh that's great who who is the fat dude me no <laughs> i thought you found like a video of someone doing a drop kick so you're gonna you're gonna hit a drop kick oh yeah you can have like the full height drop kick yo full extension on the legs and everything <laughs> to me that that could be your finisher I'm going to bury him like the revival. It's better than a short-arm clothesline. Before we wrap it up, Mm -hmm. since I know the year 2000 was one of my besties' favorite years for wrestling, Royal Rumble 2000, what a great table match, Dudleys versus Hardys. Agree or disagree? Yes. (laughs) Prep and Raul might put on a better table spot. I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see them jump off your roof. <laughs> all, all I know is I'm grabbing insurance cards from everyone when they arrive. 
You're going to make sure that's everyone's account, everyone's health insurance is accounted for. I, I brought a scanner home from work, and I'll be making copies. You are a very responsible host, and and we thank you for that. Um, so I guess that's it. That was the Royal Rumble preview. I am looking forward to it. It will be a fun night. I hope it is a fun show. Uh, for Ek to Fly, Eric Trembicki. For Preptagon Jr., Josh Prep Igina. For Mr. Wednesday Night Live, we call him Alo. The ladies call him Balo, Aaron Lloyd. I am Ron Pashery Jr., and we will see you next week. Got him now, put him down right now, hit him with the pump handle. Tuning up the band, y'all don't understand. This is Superman, it's a summer slam. Here we go again, fans mocking man. Man, I hate my balls, shut the mystery man. It ain't shake the land off the cell. Fans love it, ain't hard to tell. Talking madness, awesome well. What I'm cooking, man, y'all off the smell.